Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. chat a little bit have it for about an hour maybe more welcome aboard share it if you like it don't if you don't here is his fake book page thank you jay Beatty, for the music ryan lund what's up my oh hang the producer's gotta get the Dude, what's going on? Thanks for the time, man. Let me oh. see. All the mics are up. I think the producer's doing his job. Yep. What's up, yo? Oh. Uh, Thanks for the time. Just pull that a little bit closer to you. Pull it closer. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Well, it's good to be here. How are you? I'm I'm okay. Yeah. My health has been struggling a little bit. Yeah. Um You got you got hit by a couple buses or something? Yeah, yeah. I uh man, my back's been really bugging yep. me. I got an hour in today, about six kilometers. Um, oh, what? Want to walk? Yeah, I got to walk or else I can't walk. Like, yeah, I, yeah. My, I've been getting the sciatic thing. Yep. And I've never had sciatic before. And then, Ooh. like, I've had my back go out, you know, when your back just goes yep. out and it's screwed for a few days. Well, sure. I get that maybe a couple times a year. But I've had the sciatic for months. And it's just, you know, it goes, Pinch. I don't know if you've ever had, yeah, it goes yeah. straight down yeah. your, the top of your yeah. ass all I, the way down the back of your ankle. It's it's horrifying. I had a, a the sciatic that comes up here oh yeah that, no, that attaches that. to your face yeah i had that attacked by virus which caused uh bell's palsy Ooh. to the one side of my yeah when i was a young guy Ooh. so yeah i know how severe uh and how much the sciatic nerve controls as yeah. far as the nerves go oh so i had that for about uh i don't know about three months i still got it but it's not so bad now but then my back went out during the sciatic and then i got out of bed one day and the first step i went for it i'm like oh i can't go any further i sat back down and i'm like oh man and then i forced myself to get up and get dressed and go for a walk and then i was fine for the rest of the day so i'm like i'll see and then i had a friend of mine over the other night we got salad tie together and i'm like i haven't walked in so long i checked my app i've got the under armor what's it called map my walk (laughs) So it keeps a historical data. It tells you how far you go, how much yeah. time it takes oh, you. Do you have a, what do you call it? A I wear the whoop, but the whoop doesn't really do anything other than heart rate. Okay. And then, so uh, I checked, I'm like, oh dude, I haven't been, I haven't been for a walk in three weeks. Mm-hmm. So I got one in today and then thank you for your flexibility. I had to cancel last week. I had the worst sleep ever. And, and I just, this thing checks my, um, 
my sleep too. It shows me when that's, I'm in REM and deep sleep and when I'm awake. That's a beautiful thing I heard that my uh, and, counselor was telling me uh, about these things and how important that is, man. When you know your levels, your percentages of how much, uh, um, sorry, um, light sleep, heavy sleep yeah. versus REM you're getting. Yeah. You're actually um, understanding your health based on um, the percentages right yeah. of those three states you're in mm-hmm. uh so so it's you been... can get them easy like you know how people go and they get those sleep tests mm-hmm. well you can actually get a really good reading off those fitbits and yeah. you're getting a home a really home good reading of, yeah of a, i don't know uh, if the fitbit does the sleep as well as these guys the, do the, maybe it's that particular the whoop, the the whoop, whoop is, yeah. is the shit it's the, uh-huh. the whoop there it is and i just wanted to try it out and i wanted to get a little bit historical data i don't know if i'll stay on the program because the pro it's like it's not cheap uh the band is they don't charge you for the band but they charge you a monthly fee yep and uh anyway so i yesterday my friend was over a couple days ago we got some chicken penang and i have i said i haven't walked in so long and i pull up my whoop and i'm celebrating six hours uninterrupted sleep like, like I slept well last night. Yeah, and I looked, and I'm like, oh look, because usually now I've gotten into this mode where I sleep for a few hours. Yep, I get up for a few hours, mm-hmm. then I sleep for a few hours. Yeah. So I go to bed at eleven midnight. I'll wake up at three four, and then I stay up till six or seven. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll get back to sleep till nine nine thirty. Yep, and then I'm up for the day. But I don't know if that's a healthy. I looked it up, and they said that. Like back in the days when we we're hunters and gatherers, we that's how we we had the big sleep and little sleep because mm-hmm. we got stuff done that we you know we could get done with the family sleeping back um, when we inhabited caves or whatever. I don't know how long ago. Um, it was. Actually, yeah, um, I just had this conversation. Um, the school system was set up uh, for kids um, that they their ideal times are very different. Like if schools to start at eleven a.m. and run, uh, kids would. You would see the complete different change in their grades and everything. It's just we set it up, which is convenient for humans as in adults, mm-hmm. so that they go from whatever eight to three. Or, uh, but for them, uh, the ideal time for them is like eleven to to, right. to four. But uh, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Well, enough about me. What yeah, have you been the, up the, to, man? Sleep cycles. How's, wow. How's been, what's been up with you? Uh, lots, man. It's been uh, wow. What a year, huh? Oh uh, yeah, it's been it's been a fun year. It's been a it's been a really uh it's been a good year. I mean, it's been a really br- brutal year. It's mm-hmm. been a brutal year, but you know, you when you come through brutal things, you find uh, every every curse there is can be a blessing and every blessing a curse, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, not to get too deep in anything COVID or or really because everyone's experience with this is different. Mm-hmm. And I know that it it's been hard on everybody. Uh, especially hard um, on small business owners and so on. Amen. Uh, I, uh, um, you wanted me to talk a bit about me, eh? Well, I, yeah, I, th- just about, I had Frank Soda on the other day. Remember Frank Soda? I talked to him for like an hour and a half. Frank Soda used to look, he's a, Used to be the, doing the Toronto music scene back in the '80s. Okay, Kim Mitchell, Max Webster, those Shoot. guys. He, Lee cool. Aaron, he hung around with all those guys. Man. Anyways, yeah, I, I think that when I have musicians on, a lot of the times they don't like the people that know and watch them and are big fans and support yeah. them and go see them live and buy their records. They really don't know 
who they are, where they came from. So I'm always interested about, you know, where it started, where you grew up, right. if you grew up in a faithful home, if you mm -hmm. had a mother and father, you know, their impact on you and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I mean, can, talk uh, about anything. That yeah, well, that, that, that's a, that's a, you know, God, that's a long thing, but what I have I to could, do a whole segment on yeah, that. <laughs> but I, what I would, would, what could do is, is really give you kind of a quick idea was um, uh, what I've come to realize uh, through my life, you know, I'm 45, mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, I grew up in, uh, Fort Erie, small town, small town. Uh, I grew up <clears throat> with a pretty good family, so I don't have a lot of complaints. I did not grow up in a rough home. I did not get abused. Um, I had a, had a pretty good upbringing. Uh, we had enough. We had more than enough. We, you know, I, 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 I was supported overly supported to the point of uh enabled pretty 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 heavily uh just out of just pure love and support great parents you know um and so uh but the problem with me was that i um i unfortunately was born uh, uh on the spectrum and uh i grew up kind of with some learning disabilities that i didn't quite uh accept or know or um didn't really um accept i guess i just didn't 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 want to accept it so they were there i was falling behind in school growing up and all these good things but what happened with me was um instead of ever ever accepting that i didn't know things or that uh, i didn't understand i would was too full of fear to ever uh want to admit to those kinds of weaknesses and i just learned at a young age to um charm and develop <laughs> a, a style of living where i used used and um developed a way to use everyone around me to get through life and unfortunately my friend what i've come to realize at my age was that i stunted myself from a young age uh only because nowadays kids grow up and they're like Oh, I got a learning disability or I have this. And I, I, well, I grew up with, with a learning disability because I was on the spectrum. Um, I had no problems socially, which everyone thought kids who are on the spectrum with ADD or, or, or things like yeah, this. Yeah, which spectrum is what I want to say? Autistic spectrum. Okay, all right. Because Here's I was what... highly um, social. Well, that's not what an autistic person is. They have no social mm -hmm. problems. But I had all that. But then I had these other things, which was called pneumoxology, which was I couldn't, numbers got all jumbled up in my head. Okay. I had struggled with math. I could not do math very well. So I would fall behind in math. Uh, when you go to school, math sinks into a lot of different subjects. I mean, science, chemistry, the further you go, accounting, physics, everything you, mm -hmm. uh, you, f math becomes a pretty thing. So mm -hmm. m a good chunk of my school, I'm figuring out how to get through school through my neighbors, through charming my teachers, through everything. Mm -hmm. However, I'm a really smart person. I just am not finding that I'm a curriculum school smart kind of kid. I think we're a lot of us are finding out that our kids I'm aren't a, cut I'm an out for school. Expression mm -hmm. completely of nature, and and I and I, I'm 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 a I'm a poor kid on the unfortunately I'm I'm a kid on on the spectrum that wants to be an expression of nature through, through, through music and art. But I grew up in a family and I'm playing sports and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm this, you know, I'm following, I'm following along like a sheep. I'm doing what the humans do. 
I remember me as a kid, man, I, I'm watching TV upside down in a chair. I can't sit still and I'm mm -hmm. loving life and I'm running outside, setting army men up in my yard, playing, imagining movies, creating songs in my head as a boy and all these things that I thought made me a strange, weird kid. Well, you're a boy. Hiding it from people. You're you know? a boy full of testosterone right. and energy. And, and um, <laughs> But then there's this weird thing, this autism things that I'm hiding from people, this stim stimming these things, uh, making these weird noises and having to, um, I, I ju I'm just starting to talk a bit about this stuff. Really? And it's well, funny that we have up. these interviews now. Yeah. So I would go off and, and be on my own a bit and I would run off and I would have things to manipulate in my hands, which were for stimming oral things in my hands. Right. People call them fidget spinners yeah, now. Yeah. And I would have imaginary worlds in my brain and all that things that where I was creating um ahead of time and i never thought of it oh this is like uh, uh, i'm being autistic and i'm i'm stimulated yeah well how old are you oh boy as a boy yeah. i'm doing this from as far as i can remember from yeah. three all the way up right to the point where i'm now going off to university and i'm and i got weird fidget things that i'm hiding from university so friends. how old were you when you were able to explain it away with an actual like diagnosis of being on the spectrum 30s wow right wow so hello addiction you know that that was coming right like there was it so my life and it's no big secret and i don't really hide it because i've had like at least five or six like like head-on collisions with addiction right and i've struggled and i've come through it and i'm a real good person that struggles with addictive nature mm -hmm. okay because I'm a, I'm a passionate guy, I'm sensitive, I'm full of soul and spirit, but I, what happens is, is I don't do well with society that much because mm -hmm. of who I am, right? And you find that us people, us expressive people who just don't fit, and maybe people consider us outside the box, we tend to end up isolated in our own little worlds because, you know, but what that did to me because i need the spirit of other people like i need to express myself right. i'm an expression i really f know that i'm an expression of nature and i and i know that and music was my way of communicating right. you know to Both the listening and world, playing listening and meditating and, and allowing my gift from god to communicate and to also hear also you know you think about the whole like we're born everything's re make everything is starting and finishing at the split seconds a note bing, and ends and another thing everything's starting and stopping my soul resurrection whether you believe in past lives or not my word starts stops everything is starting and stopping my songs they're all everything about everything is starting and stopping and when i was born the notes and sound it's already there somebody was teaching me a note everything was already there i just had to take these the scale of notes mix these notes with my intelligence and I create a song that's my expression of nature and we're all trying to do that all of us artists those are already there not one of us created that that octave scale or that note mm -hmm. scale that was there for us we take all those we mix them with our intelligence right sounds and mix with our intelligence and that's called music and that is the most beautiful expression right mm -hmm. but what happens is we all get caught up in the adult human tainted world of it which is competition and the, the comparisonness and the comparison of things so i'm getting ahead of myself but when you go back okay go back to me being this 
this this hidden autistic child who's who's struggling socially with with these problems that he has which is not it's just like sensory issues i'm good socially mostly but then there's times when i need to separate because i get overstimulated and, and i have sensory problems sometimes mm -hmm. where certain things and i'll have these impulse controls problems that would get me into issues but that impulsivity led me to push the envelope in my life all the way mm. very much so so by 18 and 19 jim i'm really pushing the envelope in my life and if you could put it in my hand i wanted to try it and that meant liquid mm -hmm. a drug a risk i mean i'm jumping off of cranes in ottawa 200 meters into the ottawa river on a bungee cord i'm you know i'm like rapids i'm i'm jumping off of that i'm doing every extreme behavior i could until i could find the right extreme drug but that's that was all because of this inner chasm right you create an inner chasm when you're not sure who you are and you're not right with yourself and that takes that's kind of what happened with with me was growing up with this um just checking we're live okay <laughs> and uh sidetrack my guest all the time yeah i just wanted to, to 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 express that you know it's it's really cool because it took this i'll get to where i mean is it took this year of like this giant year of like covid and this big crossroads in my life for me mm. to figure all these things out but anyway i um i uh I just kind of realized that I was getting into all these issues throughout my life from university to jobs to relationships. And then, and then of course, reoccurring uh, addiction issues and all these things was just a miss, a, a me not under me not being able to understand and deal with this spectrum, this, this, this problem I was having with myself, mm -hmm. which led to a self, which led to me, you know, having um, self-worth and a little self-esteem. So it's a really dangerous, yucky place to be, knowing that you're worth something, but having no self-esteem because you you don't get um, who you are because you have this disability, mm -hmm. but you have all these other abilities, yet you keep having this ability which is keeping you from 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 achieving certain things. But then you achieve things like it's it's a weird thing. I think so. I always struggled mentally because I had a mental illness, but I was achieving. And then I was hiding a mental illness. So the more you hide things from people, people don't understand why you keep going through all these troubles because mm. they don't, you're not truthful. If you don't get honest and you don't accept things, mm. you're getting in your own way. And, uh, well, if you don't understand what's going on, then you can't really, I did can't, it. there's nothing to be truthful about because you don't get it. Right. It's not 2020 with the mm -hmm. world of snowflakery where everyone's got it you now and, now right? kids cheer mental illness they're like yeah hey, you know and and, i got a hangnail and they go to school and go i'm add because i have a hangnail <laughs> yeah. right whatever it is because because yeah. to me they it would have been like when i have add they would have been like you're just hyper shut up mm. like you know so now it's like i really did have something and i just didn't i just thought uh i didn't want people to think there was i had something i didn't want to say I have something, mm -hmm. there's something with me. Cause I didn't, cause I was like a smaller kid and I already thought I was gonna get picked on for being a small kid anyway. Mm -hmm. Small and I might be fucking autistic or something too. <laughs> like I didn't want, I didn't, there was all too much for me when I was a kid growing up, right? Cause I was hyper and I couldn't keep my thoughts oh, straight. Me too. Just too much disorganization in my brain. Yeah. 
all that accumulating with this soul that just wants to shine and create and be mm. be a, just basically write music but like when you're a kid that doesn't amount to anything because everyone's saying no you you go be Can't a do that for you a go do this profession and you make money and, and you marry school. a wife and you you get a mortgage and you go into debt your whole life and then you 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 die <laughs> and you're and and you go well i don't i'm more attracted to these authors and these these Springsteens and these Vegabonds and these dudes that they travel and they write music and they, mm -hmm. they, then maybe they get married, but that maybe when they're like in their forties, cause they finally find their soulmate and they stumble upon them on accident. And it's like, I don't, you know, I'm not a conformist person. Mm. You know, I always didn't rub with these society. These are really, really showing us how many people conform like this without even doing their own yeah. research. It's just like, okay, the government yeah. tells me to do it. I'm, yeah. I'm down. So, in fact, I'll go over and above what they want me to do and yeah, do it. Yeah. Some people just love it. They love to fall in line and they yeah. they really do feel comfort in that. And I didn't. And so whatever that whatever that was that um, you know, just this this conflictive thing happening in me my whole life, you know. Sally it, Dollar just got in. She says, I don't like the term disability. I prefer to say different ability. Yes. Yeah, several family members on the spectrum and they have taught me the most amazing lessons. Yes. It's called they, the new term is a uh, different abled. And, and so I, you know, that's really what it came to is me finally just being like, okay with me. If I could really sum, had to sum it all up. So this year hits and things are going really well. Right. For me, like, you know, music we got venue after venue doing this show and that i'm i'm, I'm you know embers is just just finally oh, i love it man if, how old is that the song yeah uh it's a little song that just could is it, that the one you're getting traction on like good huge traction? Yeah, yeah huge it's good. it's all over the good. world awesome. all over the world the india alliance picked up which is like a um collection of 47 to 50 something independent radio stations and then podcasts and then it also has like a ton of spotify lists under them and they're like they go from la to australia and they're all these different indie radio stations are all under this huge umbrella and they nice. call it the indie like alliance see, see so if you Jill, release on see a, the kids but like snoop dogs on my the list i'm on right now too because if you release a song indie it don't matter who you are chicago was on the list i was just on um you, if you release it on a label, you can't be on the in the in the indie okay. alliance for that particular month if you're in it. But so it's just an in, any independent artists. And I've been on Embers has been going now for eight weeks in the indie alliance, eight eight straight weeks. It's been num in the top ten. Nice. And it, it's taken over uh, the Georgia Songbirds charts in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. Country is where it's finding its place because it's okay. kind of middle of the road. It's kind of folky. It is. It's it's. Yeah. Hey, I don't hear country. So, in so that. the whole story was I go to, I win <laughs> songwriter of the year at um, Niagara Music Awards. And uh, Todd and Dave, uh, luckily, they put together this trip to Nashville, paid trip to Nashville for songwriter of the year because Togs, Thomas Salter, is from this area. Do you know Togs? No. Anyway, Todd, he had I a studio know. in Ridgeway okay. for the longest time. And he's been working for Sony, Toronto, Sony writing songs. He's killing it writing okay. songs or Grey's anatomy vampire diaries he's nice. killing it he's friends with todd brown through uh contracting something through his his basement flooded todd sent a contractor <laughs> in and saved seriously his, yeah. saved his butt okay. and togs literally said i owe you big time 
Todd called a favor and said, please, can, can I set something up for my songwriter this year? Come down to Nashville to your studio and blah, blah, blah. And they set it up and man, they followed through. I went, spent the day with Todd Salter in Johnny Reed's studio, Soul Train oh. Records studio. Do you know Johnny Reed, the country? Yeah. And he sat with me in this little song that I wrote and just started to play live in a few uh, singer-songwriter events. He... I, I went down with a bunch of songs I wrote and he hemmed and hawed on me. He was like, uh. he goes, really? It was, and I was like, Ugh. and then he goes, you got any more? And I go, I got this one. I've been playing. You anything good? Yeah, basically. No, he goes, they're good songs, but like, uh, I don't know. And then I played it and he goes, I go, this is three, this is like same four chords over and over. He goes, I like that. I like that. I'm a pop producer. So he just got going. I come back with this, this song and um, we just, it just, you know what it is? It's like a private personal song about the rekindling the love between me and Jill, taking little getaways to the Clarion Hotel. But it's on a larger scale. It's metaphoric about people needing to get out of their homes and just rekindle their love or on a metaphoric on a, on a world scale, just about how we need to reconnect as humans. And I think that's why it just, it just sunk with people, you know, mm-hmm. not to mention Tog Salter is a fucking brilliant producer. Mm-hmm. And he really felt it that day. And in five hours, we we accomplished what I would take me f- ten sessions with a Niagara producer. Really? He's like unbelievable. So how long were you down there for? Uh, we were there for five days in Nashville. It was nice. unbelievable, unbelievable. So that that so that song's been and now to f- continue on I'd that play story. It, but they're going to copyright strike me if I do. So yeah, I that's okay. <laughs> a lot of people know where it is. It's all over i got i had a team put together while i was on the break uh pr people through um doc entertainment out of toronto we're partners with them me and jill amazing wanda ryan and her team d and charlie was my pr team they um they just went at as many contacts they loved the song so when people that are your pr people they're gonna push your song Mm -hmm. but if they love it they're going for it and these guys went for it and they got it all the way from japan to italy they got it everywhere wow. through india alliance so i got it all over on on um so it was just really exciting and it's still getting added and it's still going and now it's picked up on all the first nations now they're scattering them across through through jill's connection and now they're loving it and now first nations all over canada are now adding it to all their their stations so which is cool you know because all the northern that's the only thing they listen to in this pocket of like hundreds of people is this like station this song embers and co-pilots my other tune from my old album it's being added to all the first nations radio stations all up so hey i don't care you know what i'm at a place where like you said i do not care about all that anymore i'm all about the the expression i said of, of of nature and of of just making music this year again and it being simply out of the love and the expression of of music and i don't i i am almost completely off social media Uh, i got back on it a bit lately but i um i have blinders on and so what happened this year this is pretty jumpy but this is stay this is part of the what what i am in here it's i got a lot to say what happened was COVID hit and I went from being booked for months and months and months ahead, knowing that I had all these gigs and all these events booked and all these venues locked in 
to having none of it mm-hmm. anymore. At the same time, I went from being, oh my God, thank you. I'm off this hamster wheel. I am off this hamster wheel of running from venue to venue, from gig to gig, from place to place, and playing. So you mean there's almost like a sense of relief when COVID comes in because you've you're you're you've got a break. Yes, at I w- first I was you're thinking, hmm. Yeah, I was caught in this 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 hamster wheel. But it wasn't just. It's not the music fault. It's not. The scene's fault. I was becoming resentful of the scene, of the people in it. Of It's not one else's fault but mine. I had become so disconnected as a human being from humans and from myself mm. that I was seeing no beauty in anything. I was seeing nothing but negativity. I was darkened is all I can say. Now, I get off that hamster wheel and for the first three or four months of COVID, it was really cool. We jumped into the mask making, Lund Masks, and we were really, it was a big thing, man. We were like the mask makers for all the, the, like the hospital and everything. Me and Jill, Jill was really like becoming a predominant uh, community um, person. And we did that and that was a great distraction. But all the while I was willing to step back and I said, Jill, I want you to, I want to be in your shadow now. I don't want to be... I was trying to get across to her how sick I was without coming out and telling anybody I'm sick. Mm. I'm really sick in in my heart and soul and my mind is getting sicker and sicker and I don't know how to tell everybody because people are like, uh, Embers is hitting and, and it's like, oh, you got a big hit song. and uh, Yeah, they think everything should be great because everything you've had some success. Everything should be great yeah. with you. Mm-hmm. You're the busiest musician right now. Like, I was never like... Remember, like we started our own little sub community. We we everyone has their own path. Like there's there's dudes that have been they're playing all the best gigs in Niagara that have been doing it for twenty years. Mm-hmm. I I came in and did my own thing, but I was playing four or five freaking nights. And then when we weren't, we were going to our friends' gigs. We were to the point where it was overkill. I'll give you credit for that. You've always been a guy that shows up for other people's gigs, and I've found that in the last couple decades maybe the last decade or so, that's really uncommon. Mm-hmm. We, like I say, we musicians used to support each other by going out to the bar and being there for their shows. Right. Just be out of the love of it. And for whatever reason, times change. You want to know what, you know, want to know what I found is like, there are still those people that want to do that, but you know, what's a bummer. You show up and then it's, you do, the more you start showing up, the more that the community shows up, it's the same bullshit. They all show up and they're still going to sit in their clicks and just talk shit. So then it's like, oh, the more I show up to shows, the more I'm stuck in this community talking shit about this community. Mm. And not that that's the case for all shows and all things, but that's what I started to experience. Okay. Now, again, this is a manifestation of the place I'm in. Right. I'm in a negative place. Uh, and other people are going to have other experiences because I saw born out of the community, we had others start to go out and really take it and run. And they're having great, they started having their own really fun, good, good um, success with what they were building off of our little shows. Me, I'm going down, down, down and getting darker and darker and darker. And of course now, um, so COVID starts to let up a little bit. Uh, now Embers is just going, uh, going haywire it's on fire pardon the pun and (laughs) i um i'm not getting any better and uh you know and so what happens is is as much as we smile and 
and pretend and smoke and mirror the public, which I wasn't, but I got off the uh, Facebook. You're just, you're so hard on your inner circle. That's how it is. You get sick and you get hard on your inner circle. The people who are closest to you, closest to you. And I didn't like that anymore, and I just didn't like who I was. And I've been questioning the same thing because, and 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 I'm like, well, if I get off social media, where am I going to get my news from? Because I'm such get, a news junkie. You go through junkie. these stupid thoughts, and you know what? Soon as I did, I just found like the only things I needed to know. The people reached out to me. I got off Facebook, and I was within two days. I was immediately fifty times happier. Wow. Um, now. Because you know what, I've, I've tried even oh, just, just not interacting, not responding, not reading the comments. None of but it. But that doesn't help. You have either. no idea, you're man. Just being on you'd it. have no idea how much negative fear mongering is on. Some, I mean, you do yeah, know. Yeah, I, I don't bit. mean to like. I'm not. When I say you have no idea, but I mean, um, just for me. Okay, so right now I have like you know the horses who I race with blinders on. Mm -hmm. So when you see all the other horses, like I did on social media pushed me mm -hmm. in the last five years. You don't, you don't go worldwide on the radio because you don't watch the people around you. If you gauge where, if I sat and gauged where I was in Niagara all the time, I would go insane in this hornet's nest of people, mm -hmm. the snake pit. It's not that they're all snakes. And I don't mean to say that it's just that, um, cause there's a ton of awesome people in the Niagara and I don't want to feel that way about the scene. That's was where I was getting. Mm -hmm. But if you, if that's where you're going to gauge yourself based exact on people who, that are just working out of this scene, well then what's the point? Mm -hmm. I was always trying to think beyond that. And that's where I'm just, I, so I, it's not, it, so I start to just think and collaborate now with people beyond that, because um, I found that the more involved you get in that scene, the more they're going to pull you down. And they're gonna, you, know, you just get too wrapped up in, and uh, and and people people just people just try to pull people down. That's all well, there yeah, is to and it. The more That's just a natural. The more successful you get, too, yeah, the, yeah. as you reach the top of the mountain, yeah. the more targets that are well, on your back, you, right? Yeah, and then whether you like it or not, if you put yourself out there and you do get, and you we live in a world where you do have to be more present on social media to be considered. And it's such a sickness that we label, we put that starness on an image of someone where the real beauty is that expression of art. And it don't even matter. Like I even think about the music I make, which is really middle of the road. And I know that like there's these unbelievable musicians in Niagara that are like billions time better than me. And I, I, I may have more success as far as my music going more out there. Um, but I write, I'm a really good writer and I really know how to put good music together because that's what I think about. That's what I put a lot of effort, time, energy, heart and soul into. So that's why people like, like it. Like I get that it's like, I get what I'm writing. I know what I'm writing for. I know the audience. I know what kind of music it is. I get it. I'm not trying to write a song that a hundred people are going to like and that's going to challenge them because it's so out there. I'm writing a song that people are like, ah, oh, you know, it's, I get it. I get what I'm writing. But um, I also also understand that I'm a pretty mediocre musician because I've come to accept. You don't know I, how many of my friends say that. Matthew, James, Blake, Aaron Berger. I mean, these guys, are, I look up to them like they're genius 
creative right. geniuses in there. And Aaron's like, and it's true, kind of. Right. Me, dude, unbel- I don't really play yeah, guitar because- all that well. I got a few chords, but yeah. I get by because I can put them all together. Exactly. Because <laughs> we know that we're like, see, I, I watch guys like uh, Springsteen, Paul Simon. Uh, these guys are at heart, they're, they're writers that mm-hmm. want to write and they found music as their medium. Um, like Jill, my, my wife, she's unbelievable painter. Like I'm watching her doing these paintings. She's been hired on to do commission to do work for the pack now. Um, and I'm watching her create this giant wave of water because there, there's this water theme she's painting and, and, and she's creating level after level after level after level after level. And when you think she's done, she's halfway done. And I'm like, (laughs) Oh, so it's like my songs. And I'm realizing that we all are writing a story and we're just finding a different medium to do it. Mm. Now, I, so it doesn't matter. Like some of the most unbelievable guitar players, I've watched them wow me with their licks and their pieces. They can play the opening to this song and the riff and the solo off this great G. They can play Slash's solo from this, this and that. But they don't, they don't pull it all together like eddie van halen and and sammy hagar and 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 um david lee roth and even gary schroen and um they'll all tell you the same thing you go in there and he has pieces and pieces and pieces of these unbelievable but none of its songs you mm-hmm. had to piece all of eddie's shit together he's not a songwriter ah. you know what this is why he needed these people like sammy and david and he put up with these people mm-hmm. because he can't put right songs he can write pieces of unbelievable riffs, you know, mm-hmm. but when you can write it all and you can blend it all and you can thematically piece it together and there's concepts and it means shit, that is something. Mm-hmm. You're called a songwriter. Book writers are authors. That's their medium. Like, so I'm really good at writing songs and I know that and I accept that now about me mm-hmm. and I don't pretend to be anything else. That's what COVID has done for me. I know what I am. I know that I'm autistic. I know that I'm a songwriter and I know that I have addiction problems and I know that I can, I I can overcome all of that. And I, and I am, do you know Mm. what I mean? Like I know what I am. That's a pretty cool thing because I wake up today and I'm happy. Jim, I woke up for months and months. I woke up, I opened my eyes. The first sensation was fear fear no i'm not directly afraid of anything around me got it you know what i mean i'm, I'm afraid apprehensive stressed out life I, I, very, I very seldom wake up that way but i know what it's like and i'm like how how that's that's Can, depression anxiety thing yes as soon yes. as i open i haven't had a bad dream right i got nothing coming up today that's on my mind mm-hmm. and i wake up and i'm stressed out already i hadn't even hit the floor yet yeah you know, yes. it's and and I, I can that's why myself... people don't want to get out of bed. That's called depression. Mm-hmm. What that is, is what happens is you, for me was to alleviate that was to become honest. I got honest, surrendered and said, holy shit, man, I'm not running my life very well. You know, and I got real spiritual and I got got good with God again. And I just like I pray. I'm not like um, religious. I go to church and I love I love it. I never loved church before. Me either, man. But I, t- you know, I take some and I leave some, and I, I yeah. love, love the message of the pastors when, and and I love walking good with God and like praying. And I realized that that how much my music is my direct, 
is my direct conversation mm. with God and that spirit because it's there. It's Funny that, you that, say that too because I'm horrible. I'm 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 a horrible Christian. I'm I'm not the worst person in the world, but I just don't. And, and the more I, the more deep my faith. Like I grew up Catholic, so I never have much of a faith. I was cool always thing. a believer, but I grew up Catholic, and we were yep. cafeteria Catholics. We went to church, and it was so like church was excruciatingly mm-hmm. painful when I was a kid. And I've always been on the hyper side too. Yeah. Like I was always way bigger. So people would look at me and go, right. act your age. Well, dude, just because I look four years older than your kid doesn't mean- you Act know, your age. See, yeah. And then I couldn't sit still. Right. And then because I was so big, they had me so, in these little desks. It's right. like prison. So they and put my, us in this my place. My legs would be bouncing up and down. Right. And just Self-worth let me go outside and burn it off, man. And low self-esteem because because we are, we're hyper and we're full of that inner child that they want to drown out of us. Mm. See, just because we grow up and we're allowed to grow up, but why, why do we have to kill the inner child out of us? The pure innocence, when you watch a child play, do you see that interaction with the world? Pure beauty. You know, pure, I'm so fortunate right now. Tainted beauty, interaction with the world, the universe, possibly mm-hmm. spirit world. You know that they can, they, they still have dreams of their past life. Like they're so connected, children, that, you know, they drown, we drown that inner child out of us qu- pretty quick. But so we get put down for allowing that inner child to be in us as adults. Mm. So they drowned out our self-esteem for continuing to keep that inner child and that light in us as an adult and want to have that connection to the universe. And to, to I feel sorry for growing uh, for the young boys today because, you know, I was hearing a story the other day. They're punishing this guy's kid for being hyperactive in school. So they make him go see a counselor. The counselor yeah. says you need to yeah. be on Ritalin. And if you don't take the Ritalin, you, come, you can't come back to school because you're disruptive. What? So you're going to make yeah. my... 10 year old a speed addict mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. yeah next the vaccine's gonna come but i just mm-hmm. it, yeah. i feel sorry for disruptive well, you know especially male yeah, was, kids today because they've got all this energy and they don't let them burn it off no you know they, every they report spend, card i had said ryan is a disruption four to the hours kids. outside yeah. extra exercising mm-hmm. and an hour inside learning after they burnt off all the stuff because you mm. can't get to their mind if they've got all this energy. And, no, you know, no. girls don't suffer that as much. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not as prevalent. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's a, I don't know, man, adulthood. Uh, and, and I think this COVID thing, like I said, blessing and curse, you know, I think I'm not the only one who's, who's hitting milestones and crossroads in this COVID thing and coming to places where they're finding out who they really are. Like, like all I try to do today is I get up, get out of my own way, stay out of it and be where my feet are. And that is like literally my goals every day. And man, my days go easier. Mm. They really do. Be where my feet are. That's my next album. Be where your feet are. That's like being present to what you're doing in the moment. That's it, man. Yeah. There's a big big movement about that now. They say like even... What do they call it? Mindfulness? Like when you're eating, you shouldn't be reading, you shouldn't be talking, you shouldn't be fidgeting. You're, you're concentrating and celebrating the blessed nature of this yes. religious. Yes. This is a religious experience, eating food. Yeah. You know, it's. I know it's meant to be. Yeah. I think as humans, we're supposed to share yes. food with others. Yeah. And that, that's like, be I don't mindful. cook for be myself. Be mindful of I, I get a girlfriend comes this. over, I'll make the biggest, like, I, I don't. 
Yeah. Like and I'll yeah. do a mindful big of the fact that me. she prepared that. Mindful of who grow who the mm, labor of that. Be gratitude. mindful of those flavors on your palate. Be mindful yeah. of all that. Don't be mindful of everything else that's going on around you. There's two mindfuls. Mm. Full with two L's. Your mind is full of every sh- shitty thing that's going on mm-hmm. or be mindful of what of and then be mindful of everyone around you who's eating mm-hmm. right be present with them that is correct that's a beautiful thing what you said being mindful versus being mindful mm-hmm. and being mindful of others like right now me and you just i'm just here with you man i am not thinking mm-hmm. about the two two or three other things i got coming today i'm just here with you and that is honestly like I got a little enjoy. bit caught up today. I started to think and rehearse. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, no, the no rehearsal doesn't work here no too well. No, thank you, man. <laughs> then I just said, for when you're doing a show with a guy that does not rehearse or practice right. anything, then you, you bring a point? script in here, it's going to be too it. I would rather do this with, because, yeah, I'm very much the same way, because rehearsal is just a fakery. And again, mm. we we wear masks out there so much that I'd rather do this. Mm-hmm. Why come in here and do the same fuckery that you do out on the street oh hello yeah. that's oh, a COVID, pretty fitting uh, the first thing i, I said to red zone us. okay <laughs> first thing i said to you when i opened the doors oh man Lon, well, how are you man good to see you and i'm glad you're not, not wearing, wearing a mask, mask. <laughs> because you know yeah. this metaphorical mask that we all wear to look good you know how far we go out of our way to not be embarrassed publicly and not yeah. look bad in public we, we all just want to look good so a lot of yeah. times we'll throw this mask on we'll throw this mask on and throw this mask on you know i i yeah, I'm as human as the next guy, but I want to I want to spend as much time without my mask so that pe- and that makes you so vulnerable that you're really it lets your guard and your armor down so you're you're vulnerable against weapons, right? But you know, and I haven't got there yet to yeah. the place where, you know, people that say they don't care what other people think are liars because they I mean, we all care what yeah. other people think. People think that I don't care what other people think. People think that I like to rattle cages and, and cause right. trouble and, and create a disturbance. No, I actually run from that kind of stuff. But what's more important to me in, in, the, in the sphere of like a talk radio show or politics or whatever, I just can't not speak truth. Like what I believe yeah. is truth, right? I, I, well, I, I could I could be corrected compli- all life that time, is but really, like there's muddy, nothing there's nothing sexier, you, there's too much. There's not nothing truth. more yeah. engaging that somebody that bears their, especially a man, I think, because women are better at this. So I think it's more uncommon for men. So when people see men bearing them so their souls, yeah, and like I, I saw this guy online, he was 500 pounds, and his his goal was to to lose like 200 or something like this. Well, he put everything out there. He like, like I'm a drug addict. Yep. I'm a food addict. I'm 300 pounds overweight. And this is the day it all changes. And, you know, but just letting you guys know, you should have seen the support that he had. It was unbelievable. And for humans, it's so hard for us to see, yeah. you know what, you know, forget how good I look on Facebook. Yeah. I'm really struggling and here's how. And yeah. this is what you're doing right now without oh, yeah, even like, actually knowing it is really getting vulnerable. Yeah. Somebody's going to watch this and go, what the fuck? That's my story. Yeah, what, too, the, you like, mean that's okay to talk about that? It's yeah, okay? Like two months ago, I totally changed. And you know, like nothing changes, nothing changes. I just changed my life totally. Just changed it. And I'm, you know, I I, I don't know. I, I don't want to say I walk with God now. That's pretty, uh, that sounds like I'm, uh, you know, I'm saved. But I mean, I uh, I do. I, 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 I really am more uh when i get up 
you know, I try to be more right with 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 with, with who I am, you know. Uh, well, and, and, I think when you say God, I think people get whoa, well, dude. We're, I'm I, not a Christian. I don't do that. I don't. But, it doesn't you know, matter what you consider. No, that I'm not to saying be, that's a bad right? thing. But I think by we, you, I mean people, whoever's. Uh, and of course, I don't mind if you take offense because everybody. But, Somebody's going to take offense to every single thing on the planet. But if you replace the word love with God, or God, uh, love, like, I mean, it's the same thing, right? It's exactly. God is love. And like, so that's what I mean. You so, want to live in love or you want to live on God's path. So what, I, just, what I said, you was doing the loving things. Not I got so, easy. so dark <laughs> that I was so devoid of love because I couldn't love myself. Right. So what I mean is, is so I walk with love today. I walk with love and that means it, it's in, it's in the decisions and the thoughts I have. So, uh, I, I just can't believe how much more loving I am the way I think and behave towards my uh, Jill, towards my kids, towards uh, my friends, towards my music. I was hating my own music. Self-loathing. God, I hated everything. You know, Josh I, Mills, I love you both. <laughs> We love you too, my brother. Thanks for listening. He's probably I love driving Josh a truck too. somewhere. That's listening. another. That's another solid guy who takes care of his family. So many solid dudes, and we forget so that. You know, I, you know, dudes. you get and these isolated. are the guys that when you, when you get to a place where you you're good with you, and you'll find the dudes that are like, yeah, man, you be you, and you tell them, hey, man, I'm. This is me. This is what I've been going through. You'll mm. find like solid dudes that are like, I hear you, man. What are you doing next week? Yeah. <laughs> like they don't care. You are people like this has real been a friend. really yeah. divisive time, and it's been a uh, divisive. How do you how do you say? It? I've been Div I've been separated from many friends and family yeah. that I thought were with me the whole way along, and guys like Mills and MJ and Scotty and stuff like that. And there's some of them that you know write me the dear john letters on the way out of my facebook friendship you know the the before they unfriend me they write me one of these big dear john letters on my wall like why i'm such a piece of shit basically yeah. and why they're better than me oh, and yeah. why they should like basically that's what sure, you're saying sure sure and god bless guys like josh mills and I, yeah. you know chris curry chris curry said to them to him the other day i'm like dude like here's what I'm working on. I'd love to include you in it. Yeah. If you're still good with me, he's like, dude, I love you still. Like we don't see eye well, to eye politically it's yeah. on the COVID and the mass or whatever, but they don't care. No, you know, and no. we, it's never a topic, but people some of the people have absolutely removed think, yeah. themselves from my life because they feel like they being associated with me somehow tarnishes their reputation or something. Why? Because I speak truth or I speak what I believe. Um, you know, so it's this has been a challenging time. Yeah. But you know, I'm uh, Paul Brady. There's another guy I don't know too well, but you know, interact with man. him. A few I don't times know why and, we are. You know, and I'm, I'm guilty. I'm guilty, guilty, guilty of of being a guy. You know, I played sports all my life. And I stopped around 33. And you know what happened is I got into theater and I did channeled all that into music arts, blah, blah, blah. And that competitive edge went into the wrong shit mm. and into relationships and music and art and, and theater and terrible. I look back at all of it and it was so wonderful for me, but I always had this competitive edge in me that I should have never, I should have left that shit back. And unfortunately, I, I don't have that. I didn't keep on that part of my life. Those that circle of guy friends and mm -hmm. going to the bars and cheering for my bills and sitting there. I, I was 
was having breakfast with Jill the other morning, and I'm listening to this guy sitting there with his friends with his football jersey going, uh, our team's linebacker, we got injuries, no wonder we lost this, and our quarterback this, and, I, and I, I'm sitting there going, our this and we're this, will you play on this? <laughs> our this and our, you know, and I think That's about how, how I these, talk. I know, I know how people take such ownership of their sports teams, oh, and it's yeah. like, our this and we're that. I heard that. somebody say the other day, you know what, sports is a distraction from from for good men to keep them off the path that they should be on, and I'm like, dude, yeah. I'm all for it. Thank yeah. you. I yeah. need that distraction. But what I mean is I could see. So they, they're channeling that competitiveness, right? Mm-hmm. Right. They're channeling it because they aren't playing like four sports. Like they were in a kid. They, they're they yeah, playing soccer yeah. in the summer and baseball. <laughs> and then they're playing. High. I didn't channel all that competitiveness properly. Right. So I never had those channels. And unfortunately, I'm, I, I'm able to realize these things now. I haven't touched booze in almost two months. It's been uh, real eye-opening, I'll tell you that. Uh, I tell you, if you want to breed, you want to breed illness in you, you keep pouring alcohol into uh, mm-hmm. onto a fire, I'll tell you that. That will keep you dark, 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 and conflicted. Funny, I just had this, you know, I'm not a huge drinker uh, when it comes to, you know, the number of days out of the week that I drink. But mm-hmm. when I drink, I drink. I usually mm-hmm. drink festively celebratory sometimes yeah when i come off a big win i'll look for a drink but then i drink and then i'm unwell the next day mm-hmm. and then it takes me longer and longer and longer yeah. to get back you know used to recover from a yeah. hangover like yeah, this got, but i was sitting across from a buddy the other day acceptance we're having a heart to heart having a few too many drinks and he goes you know what this right here. We're talking, we got into the God conversation. I've never gone there with this guy. Mm-hmm. Good friend of mine. And like a, a bad man that's, you know, a good man, like a controlled monster that yep. is a good man out in public. Like, but you don't want to mess with this guy. I know. And he pointed at his beer and yeah. he says, dude, if I just stay away from this, yeah, yeah. in two days, my life's getting exponentially better. And if I stay, he says, if I want a good, like, if I want to be having a yeah, good life, yeah. all I got to do is stay off this, yeah. but I love it so much, you know, yeah. like there, there's a reason and they I'm brought like, it back. Dude, thank you. Because I'm hearing, they I'm know hearing your message humans. now, you yeah. know, cause I respect this guy's opinion. Well, you can't love, say love. We'll use the word love. When you can't get right with love, when you, when you, when you have that, a lot of that, like, I, I don't want, I'm not going to turn this into a, a, a you're bad if you drink uh, for me uh i don't i don't have a very good off switch i don't uh you know i don't <laughs> that's all there is to it uh pedal to the floor i will you yeah like i told you when i was a kid i was gonna push the envelope I would, i'm gonna you do that with everything you're gonna mm-hmm. give me because i didn't get and understand what who i was so i'm always was always putting things into me and f- changing who i the chemicals of different changing who I was trying to figure out I mean, who I was till, well, you know, f- eventually by accident, you're just falling into it. You, you're caught up. You're, ad- you're addicted now, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever it is. It's now it's changing your chemistry, all that good stuff. Yep. But what I found was this year that I was doing damage that I wasn't coming back from. Mm-hmm. So that is not a good place to fall into. And, uh, Enough was enough. Dude, we've been going an hour. 
We and are. We all. We haven't even hardly touched on the music yet. Yeah, right? I don't even. <laughs> it's have, good. I don't even have to talk about my this music. This is cathartic. Really. Is that what they call it? Therapeutic. Yeah, you... man. Always, always good to get honest it, and just no, be. I love it. I gotta, I gotta really use a washroom. But uh, do you want to? Yeah, do you break, break and then do a music? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's do that. I'm gonna play. And then I'll some, play a tune. I'm gonna play for some the audience. M Factor here. Uh, Matt McPherson. Okay. Uh, he used to work with G3. Mikey, remember Matt? Way back. Yeah. He gave me this music because it's uh, copyright free, so I can use it. Beautiful. So, guys, uh, this song is about... Uh, oh, my gosh. What's this? Oh, this is, this is not it. This is the Jim Fannin show. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> I don't want to be playing the, the Jim Fannin show. Okay. I'll, have a, I'll get Jim set Fannin up. Show live. You'll set me up? Yeah. So, five minutes. Yeah, let me have a quick... All right, we're gonna be back five minutes here, crew. I'll, play a, I'll, I'll quickly on the mic before I play it. I'll tell, talk about this song. All right. Especially up here. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Let's see our uh, first unexpected uh, commercial break, you know, when, you're, when your guy says to you, I need to go to the bathroom, and uh, I'm just going to do that right now. Let me switch to, a, where's uh, downloads? I'm going to play a song here for you, five minutes. hope you guys will stick around for the rest of it. And then we're going to come back with Ryan to play some music. Where is this? Well, maybe I think it's just it's in here this will be it it's just the beginning of an old show I think I used as intro music so maybe I played over and over so enjoy we'll come right back with Ryan Lund to play some music what the hell did I do that for stupido I'm trying really hard here guys it's not working so well. My guest caught me off guard. <laughs> Jim Fannin show, is this it? No, Zoom style. Okay, M Factor here. Let's try this again. One more time, okay, kids? Are we up? Oh, yeah, we're... My camera's still up. Oh, shoot. Okay. Perfect <laughs> packets.
Welcome back to the Pull gym. The mic up, man. What is that? Closer? Yeah, yeah. Welcome back to the Jim Fannin show. <laughs> Jim Fannin. I love this. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. So uh I'm gonna play a song called California. And um I was 18. My granddad gave me this old acoustic guitar that he found in his 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 basement. And he he had a workshop and he was he was repairing fiddles and violins. And uh, he didn't never played guitar, really. He played everything else, but he never played an acoustic guitar. So he said, here, uh, maybe you'll start playing and do something with this. And uh, I said, huh. So um, I learned, you know, <laughs> you know, I learned how to play a G and a C and a Texas G and a Texas C and I was off. I got D down. Yeah, I yeah. Whatever it was, you know. So what I did was, um, I, I don't know what happened, but I know I, I, I really got into Bruce Springsteen. So I got into really, I got into some Bruce. I started writing some songs and I wrote this song called California. And this was the very first song I ever put together at 18 or 19 years old. From start to finish, I was so proud of it. It's the same damn chords all the way through it, but I'll tell you what. I'm 45, so okay. So let's let's say uh, 27 years ago I wrote this song. <laughs> this year This year I'm going to I'm going to record it for real. And it I just want to, I feel like it's not, we're not, I want it to be in tune. Don't, we want it to be in tune, don't we? Please stand by for this technical difficulty, this breaking. There it is. That was just that key, the B. There it is. There it is. See? Well, you don't have that B string in. It all goes to shit. All right. Okay. I'm recording now too, man. Song's called California and it's about coming back to find that person you left behind for me this song now means about coming back to 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 god maybe or to love or to whatever but uh spirit. coming back to the spirit Can. In the trunk of a stranger's car 
Coming back to find you. Dude, that was fucking awesome. Yeah. 
So I was just an 18-year-old boy trying to be Bruce well Springsteen, done, you know? Yeah, well done, uh, man. And, of course, everybody has a going to California. <laughs> <laughs> Even if, 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 if Wave has one, then I'm allowed to have one. <laughs> Shout out to Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Local celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> Wave, yeah, actually, man, just, that's a long time ago, I just... Man was at a, a pawn shop i uh, religiously still seek and buy cds all over the place yeah. and uh i ran it, i just grabbed a cd from an old project of of his and uh some of the niagara falls uh, italian boys i believe they were called heart and sound have you heard of that no uh i know paul was involved and uh some of the some of the um some of the local musicians but um how shall we send this off um well just let everyone know where you can find you i yeah. we can do this right now actually yeah Zoom um, display here's ryan lunn on fake book this is the ryan lung music ryan lung music of course uh spotify itunes um YouTube, instagram here we go i'm following YouTube, you now. instagram um Ryan Lund music ryanlund.com yeah i'll be releasing a couple new songs uh in january with uh my side project lunder the influence i'll also be releasing a new song in january uh with uh rafik oh yeah okay good Ger gorgeous yeah. uh, gorgeous we're, we're, we're putting a song out together it's gonna be really cool um uh, jumping in the studio soon with Chris Curry, nice. and, uh, Josh Mills. We're going to be putting some Mills. stuff together. I'm um, going to be uh, writing a song with a guy out in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, country song. Uh, I got a lot of things. And again, it's just I'm going to get out of my own way and just uh, just see where see where God takes me this year. It's going to be good. Oh boy. Maybe just on the, I, I don't do this very often, but give me an intro. Just say, I'm Ryan Lund I'm and Ryan we're here Lund. on the Jim Fannin and, show. Wait, <laughs> I'm going to do it while, while, you, while, while we're both not talking over each other. Right? All right. Ready? You, you give me the point. Okay. <laughs> Let's get a, a tighter shot of your yeah. botch. There you are. All right. Okay. And <laughs> Oh, wait. Let me, I'm going to squish it. <laughs> there you are. All by yourself. I love it. I'm Ryan Lund, and you're here on the Jim Fannin Show. See? That's how we do this, kids. That's how we do it. Thank you, my brother. I'm really oh, glad well, we did you, this, man. man. I love you. Yeah, this I is uh, very therapeutic for me, and uh, I'm yeah, glad to have you in. Let's do it every couple months. Let's have a check-in, and please get hold of me so I can come and... Yeah, dude. Okay, so we jam here once in a while. Uh, whenever we get the crew together, Scotty and MJ, and everyone's welcome, but uh, a lot of people are scared to leave the house these days. So, All right, we're signing out. Here's where you find my boy. Over here one more time. Instagram, Facebook, Facebook page, Instagram, and RyanLunn.com. My... Uh, Dandelions of Courage. Sit down there again for me, buddy. Sure. There's just so we can go out with your face on there. My brother, I love you. I'm glad we did this and uh, look forward to the next time we... Oh, oh, there we go. She had the wrong cut up there.
<laughs> uh, look forward to the next time we blast off. And uh, thanks for being vulnerable and open about uh, course, your you life. Gotta, you and, know, uh, I'm more hoping... people need to, you know, connect. Sometimes we got to break the walls down for people to connect. I, some, I often get done, uh, you know, I have Frank Soda on last night. He's a legend to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yesterday. And uh, I remember when Dan O'Shea was here. No, no, another, another guy knows tons of stuff and oh yeah wants to cut through the bullshit as well and a, just a great mentor and a mm -hmm. solid guy from the standpoint of like uh and you, sober be, yeah another, and mentoring people in sobriety too that's, that's so I mean. important so and open about it but i've got g uh sharp Yahia yeah. here he's running the like running the controls for me there was hardly any controls to run back then but i, I get done with dano we walk him out the door and G is a huge fan, and I think that Dano's mentored him extensively from the business end of things and put him together with people at the right time and stuff. And G's just so grateful. And uh, I end up going, oh, that was great, but what the fuck am I doing this for again? Like, really? Does it make a difference for anyone? Yeah. And G goes, well, you, you made a difference for me today, man. That was awesome. It I does. was really glad to be here. So That's my it. hope is that, you know, through these conversations that somebody's watching and they go, oh, it's okay to talk about this. That's oh, it. it's okay to feel like this. Oh, yeah. I've got that or I understand this. And so I'm always and hopeful that I'm, somebody says. come here and do the same old yeah. shit with you. Yeah. Be honest with you. But because I, 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 I'm, I'm beyond that at this point because uh, they can go and do those, those, those basement stoner ones where they're all baked and they're just like, yeah, man. Oh. You know, I, I, you know, we're, we're me and you got a little more going on up here, so we're gonna we're gonna have some heart to hearts, and we're gonna, you know, we can we can make it so that if someone does take that time, and it is very hard to get anyone to take mm -hmm. a moment, you know, uh, I find when I open up and I talk real, people end up I I get messages of like I watched mm -hmm. your, and I'm like you watched the whole hour, they go yeah I couldn't stop watching it because they're like holy fuck. People just want to connect with something real. Mm -hmm. They don't even care if they don't agree with you mm -hmm. anymore. So, so get over that, all that thing. shit about, you know, well, you're going to, I don't, you know what? If people didn't agree with you, they just wanted it real. They'd rather <laughs> disagree with you, but get it real from you than not know where someone's at and agree maybe with them, but they're not really sure who they are. You're off the, people you're off the mic, dude. Am I still yeah. on the air? Yeah, you're on the air. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were off. But the fact is, is at least people know where you're coming from. They know who you are. Yeah. You know, and that's worth something. It's better than, it's better than people think, not knowing what, you know. Ryan Love, La, Ryan Love, Ryan Lunn, everyone, full of love and gratitude from Today. me and from him. Uh, check us next time. I don't have any more guests coming up. Be I'm where your feet are. Be where your feet are. Be present. Peace, love, hug your neighbor, and why don't you take that sturdy, dirty, stinky diaper off your face? It's not working. <laughs>